Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Searching for Happiness podcast. I am your host, Joseph Grable, and today I have with me Jay Fox from Talks and Sips. Hey, man. Howdy. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty, pretty, pretty dandy. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so great to even have you here. With three pretties. Not two, not one, but three pretties. Just three? Just three? three. three. You, don't, you want four? Let's go for a fourth. Pretty, 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 Danny. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Thanks for That's having pretty, me. Yeah, of course. Thank you for coming on. I've been wanting to have you on for God knows how long. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. Like I've just been trying to deal with life. You know what I mean? So as as everyone else is, you know, it's a little rough out there these days. But we're we're all just doing our best. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pleasure to have you on. I, I love your show. So you know, oh thank I, you. I love watching the. You know, I I haven't really caught uh, a full episode lately, but you know, I keep up with like your TikToks and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I, when you first started this last season, you're on season three, right? In theory, I got rid of the season uh, numbering. So when I, okay. you know how when you go to upload your streams, it's like, what season are you? I'm like, technically three, but I just kind of don't want to be. It. Yeah. Cause then if I want to take a break or if I just, for me, it's like, cool, I'm doing a different variation. I don't, I'm not yeah. bound to seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I, that's my thing, though. Like, that's why I did the season thing, mm-hmm. though, is so I can take breaks. Oh, Does yeah. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to commit to this amount of time yeah. to do this many interviews. And then, you know, once I'm done, I'll cut the season. Mm-hmm. But, like, with this season, the new one, like, I plan on doing, like, 50 to 100 people. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, I'm, pro- I'm probably going to do what you're doing. I'm probably just not going to stop calling it seasons. I like the OG format of going, this is episode 50 billion. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. and it's kind of cool because if you, it's it's a what is it? A mouse and uh, a mouse and whatever. I'm not even gonna go there. But I'm terrible with phrasing. It's it's been established in every season. I am so bad with phrasing. <laughs> I used to say like heated. I used to say seated heats, not heated seats. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm just terrible with phrasing. But basically, what I'm trying to get at is that. You're going to have so many. And then uh-huh. uh, if you keep on with the rat race of making these and, yeah. and it's still passionate for you years down the road, you don't have to go like, oh, well, I'm season two. Oh, I'm in season 100 now. Like that just kind of yeah. gets crazy, right? That makes so sense. you can go, oh, you know, the first 50 that I have hidden away for the special followers or the people that subscribe mm. or whatever. Like you can kind of change it up in that way and not be like on season thousand and it doesn't doesn't get weird yeah i feel that i feel that mm-hmm. and like also like you know with your season you do like a patreon now as well right yeah so a lot of it as you know because it's we're indie level we're not like mm-hmm. we're not being hosted by a big podcast network you know i currently work for earwolf yeah, yeah that belongs to sirius xm and like for you to even be thought of as an opportunity as a show you have to be pulling in like fifteen thousand, somewhere between 15 i know this is a broad but fifteen thousand, seventy-five thousand. it just depends on like what's your following like how many downloads are you getting mm-hmm. before you're even marketable and you know you can bring back money from ads so with all that being said it was just like okay i 
I'm indie level. If I want to take a break, because again, we do everything yeah, yeah, for exactly. it, we then do everything. everything from A to Z, marketing, mm-hmm. all, all of a sudden. And you know what? This is me going at a tangent. Some people are like, oh, you want to be a baker? Oh, you want to open up a small business? Oh, I guess you got to be an influencer now. You can't just like mm-hmm. provide a, a service to people without having to do all the bullshit on the back end and this is post post right this is on the (laughs) social side right you can make it and it's like okay now you got to make small versions of it (laughs) i know that's my that was my biggest thing is why i didn't like rush into video yeah Um, like when my first season it was like i don't have like the ability at that time i didn't have the ability or the time to like sit down and just like cut all these little clips or like and then like with the video i was like i didn't really know much editing when i started and like i mean i know a lot now but like uh, that was like a big factor. And so now now that I'm doing season two, I put the video in factor. And, you know, like I was saying before the podcast started, mm-hmm. that brings in a bunch of issues as well. But it's of like, course. but it's like uh, it's crazy that, you know, being an independent person, like doing kind of the indie scene of podcasts is people don't realize that you do the marketing, the editing. I mean, you're the podcast. I feel obviously. like I'm being scammed right now. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Let me tell you a story. I was going back before because I've changed career choices a few mm-hmm. times now. Uh, it's all still been in making stuff. It's yeah. either been live sound or I wanted to be a first AD for a minute, which we'll cover because I know yeah. you you do that. Oh, I think I was on a shoot with you when uh-huh. you were a first AD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. One of the shoots that I've done. And I was like, and so I've, I've gone, but you won't know till you try, right? So we have these fantasy ideas like, oh, I'd love for this. Like, that's kind of like how social media runs. You're like, oh, why does their life seem so special? Like, bitch, that was one second, one millisecond in the chaos that is their life, yeah. right? And so I'm like, okay, I went to school for audio engineering, uh, which it's full circle that I'm back to doing some yeah, type of audio, awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then at some point in school, they're like, hey, so this is outdated. You need to know how to do everything. And I was like, everything? They're like, yeah, you need to know how to do everything. Oh, Video, no. posts. And I was like, this seems like a scam. Um Kick to 10, 12 years later, however old I am. Uh, <laughs> and it's like... I won't tell anyone. <laughs> I am being scammed because I am doing everything. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, when I, when I was, like... When I, like, formed the idea of podcast, I didn't even think of any of that. Like, right? I was just like, I'm just going to shoot a podcast. It's cool. That's cool. And then, like, I was like, oh, like... I actually have to put that shit out. Like, <laughs> like oh. re- representable, like... I took the smart choice and like I did get, you know, like um, like the proper equipment. Like I waited. Like I'm a perfectionist. Like I won't yeah. do something until I have it. If does that make sense? I like, can understand that. Like I can't, I can't have the full blown confidence that a lot of people have when they like are wanting to do something. Like I have to have like a lot of things in place before I can even confidently do something. Yeah. So like for me, it's like. You know, I don't remember the name of this podcast, which I guess is good, so I don't rat them out. But, like, the audio was just, like, so bad. And I was like, this is horrific. And it was, like, with the mics that i had originally bought oh like, you're like i'm gonna return that shit real quick yeah here's exactly. my receipt best buy you can exactly, have this back exactly <laughs> yeah and i was just like yo that's like so horrific yeah well that's and i respect that i may not fully mm-hmm. agree with it but mm-hmm. i respect it because a part of me and it depends on what the medium is right mm-hmm. so like a part of me is like yes definitely do your research know what goes into it 
commit to the bit. I love saying that all the time, even on my show, even in real life. I love like, it. Commit I, to the bit. That's just such a good saying, dude. It just, just if you're gonna do it, do it. I'm you know, gonna steal it. Do it, do it. Okay. I encourage it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then on the other end, I'm also pro like just fucking do it. Just give yeah. it your shot and then like learn how to do it. That's how I've been coming. And, and fuck up along the way and 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 be authentic to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. yes, g- grab influence. Yes, he's going to steal my saying, but it's okay. I'm sure I stole it from somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> somehow, someday, sometime. Right. Right. But like also be authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of like the big thing for me. It's like, okay, go out, do it, fuck it up a little bit. But like get better. Don't stagnate yeah. in that, right? Yeah. And and I agree. I agree that if especially in podcast land, like if you are making podcasts, they need to be like, what's that saying? Um, when you eat something, they have to be palatable. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. have to be like not difficult to listen to. Yeah, if they it, have to be like digestible to your brain. It has, yeah. It, it from the get-go, it's already like high pitched mm-hmm. or flat or choppy like i just released not too long ago the episode of my birthday party i saw that yeah and it was an editing nightmare but i was like if if this has to be funny and fun and it's very indie but it has to be at the base level easy to understand Mm -hmm. not hard on your ears and so like in one of the mics because it was a lot of hand holding mics like an sm58 as dynamic as it gets you're gonna get handling noise from the xlr Mm -hmm. input right like and you don't want that people don't want to hear that in their car with Mm -hmm. no and it's it's crazy too is because like you you might not catch it in post either because it's not in a car right yeah that's that's a difficulty i've had if i've caught things after listening into my car Mm -hmm. or like in headphones that i did not catch in posts as well so like i it's very frustrating to get that kind of cable sound yeah or like a big thing i had was like sometimes like you know they're like nicely twirled now but like (laughs) i used to just have like mine scattered everywhere no xlr cables everywhere yeah yeah and like and it would just go you're a madman. Like while I was talking the whole time and didn't <laughs> pick it up until like the end of post. And like I had to scrap that whole episode. And that's annoying because you spent the time setting up, you know, mm-hmm. you've, you've, you're you you're now literally in post. So hours have gone into it at this point. You're like, oh, this is shit. I can't use this. So I understand um, for where you're coming from with that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm annoying. I'm one of those middleist people. Everything I do is down the middle. Mm-hmm. Right. Because of the whole empathy part of myself. So it's like oh that's don't waste your time but also try but learn from it like see how yeah. you're kind of in, have what do you call it having uh, your feet in both places um but yeah at, at that point you would have already put hours into it you're like, yeah 100 oh. but at least here's a question have you made that same mistake again actually no i have not well there you go and that's i think that's like you know i think i told you during like our pre-interview mm-hmm. You know, like, I think I've learned out of all the things I've done in L.A., this has taught me the most, the fastest. That's great. You know what I mean? Like, I like I constantly make mistakes with it, like, all the time. Like, it's shit. Like, <laughs> when, like after I've done recording, it's, like, just shit. Like, it's a humbling experience. It's, it is. And it's, it's <laughs> like, you know, like, you were, you know, going back to what you were saying kind of a few minutes ago was, like, you kind of just got to go and do it. Yeah. Because, like, you can be a perfectionist all you want. You know, and this is what I've realized this year. You can be perfectionist all you want and wait as long as you want. But if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. Right. At the end of the day, you don't have a product to learn from. Yeah. To like, even be like, oh, this is fucking garbage. I can do better. Exactly. And like, 
you know, like I did the research, you know what I mean? Like I, I researched like what Joe Rogan uses, what Logan Paul uses, you know, uh, what was the other, uh, on purpose, like Jay Shetty and yeah, like all I those love guys. Him. He's, he's like my dream guest. He's my dream guest. I told you. Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty. My, yeah. He and is he's, my absolute dream guest. I'm not even going to say that he's underrated because he's not. He's not. He's not. But He's like, properly rated. But the people that don't know him probably should there's people out in the world and this is not me throwing shade necessarily but it's like some people do not have it together and that's okay and they mm -hmm. can use some jay they in could their life. i have his book like right behind you the think like a monk behind oh behind i have the, that one too oh, such a good book so good. i talk about his book like on all my <laughs> it's so good like he he's he's truly like my dream guest like, yeah even over any other celebrity, like I would love to have Jay Shetty. What is that term? That I learned this term uh, some time back when I used to work at a climbing gym. Because again, if you own a business or are running a show like this, you, you're going to have some goals. If you're going to do it at a consistent level where it's not casual or just a hobby, then chances are you have goals, right? Yeah. And so at that climbing gym, they had um, the saying, it was called like a BHAG. And it was like a, or was it a BHAG? Yeah, it was like big, huge or humongous, audacious goal. Hmm. That was the acronym. And so for you, like getting Shay or Jay, sorry, getting Jay is like your BHAG. It's like one day. And it's like you have to, you know mm -hmm. how like right now everyone's like, you got to manifest it. <laughs> and I'm not. I fucking hate you. Like, you got to make it just think about it really hard. You know, it's like it put it in the air. <laughs> I get good vibes. I get sending healing, all that. I get right, it. Right. Yeah. But also if you're like just thinking about it, not doing anything. Yeah. Right. It's not going to happen. That's been my I think that's been like my biggest weakness this year is I think about a lot of things and I don't do them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's and like the podcast is like a huge example like i really wanted to like step up my game this you know this season mm -hmm. with doing like the video and everything yeah. and it's it's hard it's a lot of work yeah it, it's so much like i think i've only edited like one episode but i spent like because of the video aspect i got really good at like the sound mm -hmm. editing so i could get that done in like four hours oh that feels like that. so good when you can get the sound yeah now this is like half the battle right here oh yeah yeah but then once you add those guys in it's like oh, oh yeah oh, yeah oh. and sometimes these what i found especially with this device because that's the one we use in the studio mm -hmm. is that uh there becomes i think some type of latency issue in the audio i know this mm -hmm. is like real tech but basically it loses sync and mm. so recently, um, Chris Bonifay, who lets me use his studio yeah. to produce my studio, he's like, he sent me an email. He goes, hey, Jess, remember you were saying you're at, and for the first two episodes of the current season, it was like, I cannot get this to sync. And I've done this for the last 10 years. How do I not know how to do this? Oh, you just got to stretch your audio a little bit. There's a way to stretch it in Adobe Audition. And then if you start mm. it matching at the clip, at the sound of the, right? And then get towards whatever the end is, 20, 25 minutes, stretch it out a little bit on addition, mm -hmm. and you match it against the sound from your camera, and it'll match. It'll sync. But I didn't know that. And I was like, dude, what is happening? I don't, why is this so hard? I, mm -hmm. I, this has never happened before. But that's because I was using, what is it, the Rodecaster or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's uh, the Rodecaster Pro. Yeah, see? I and called. I was like, I've never even used this because for a long time before, before this season, I was using my Zoom. Yeah. You know, and uh -huh. I was like, okay, this is, I love that thing. That's what recorded the audio for the, the first season, right? The first two, yeah. The first two, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I remember I actually almost got a Zoom and then uh, they actually had this on sale. Oh, great. Yeah. It was like, I think it's normally like $600. They're wild, yeah. Yeah, and I got it for like 
four twenty. That's great. Yeah. I got, yeah. I think I think Best Buy was just trying to get rid of them or something like that. They're like honest. too many podcasters. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, like they like all their like mics and everything were on mm-hmm. sale too. And oh, so, wonderful. Like, yeah. I mean, I got these from uh, Sweetwater, I believe. Oh, Sweetwater, dude. Sweetwater, B and H. All the Jewish guys mm-hmm. are like, yeah, I got the deal for you, girl. <laughs> Come over here, buy my. Ca-. I know. I bought my camera and my stuff from my drone mm-hmm. uh, from B and H. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like B and H. Um, I got I got these two cameras from. From being yeah, yeah like, so yes. it's it's great they're great websites too and like i'm not gonna lie like their website kind of looks a little sketch but like it, they do they do <laughs> like both sweetwater and b and h like, and you they, think like, because they sell like the highest end technology to create beautiful image products mm-hmm. they would have a beautiful image product inventory online mm-hmm. but it looks like the newspaper exactly online. it's just sketchy it's just and you're sketchy like, you're not even trying my guy I, it looks like <laughs> it looks like they made it with like a basic like uh what's that um uh, the web, basic website builders. Web, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, looks yeah. like it looks like something I like. Webex or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WebXD. WebXD. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they just used that. I was like, bro. I was like, you didn't even try, bro. The but like, like you're running like, a... Our product speaks for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like they don't even try though. It's like you run like a multi-billion-dollar company, and right. your like website is like 1999. How man. do you like, know, how do you not have web developers on this? How have you not hired one of these right? people? Exactly. <laughs> so like it wasn't in the budget. Sorry. It's always an issue. The budget's always an issue. Well, because they have to buy themselves boats. And, it's true. And it's and based Ferraris. out of New York. So oh. you know those Manhattan lofts. Yeah. Oh a my big, God. big, big time money. We were just like looking. We were just like recently looking at um, <laughs> like LA, like not LA, um, like New York properties <gasps> and stuff. You're wildin'. We're just like looking. We were just like you know, just jokingly work looking, yeah. and we're like, oh, my! It's worse than here. It's by far worse than here. Then San Francisco, then here. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like, I was like, wow. I was like, I was like, I kind of need to stop complaining a bit. <laughs> like, that and like, how? How do you people afford this? Because right? what is minimum wage? I'm sorry, I don't know. I should Google it before asking this. But what is the minimum wage in New York? Because what are you? Not everyone has a fucking right? six figure paying job. So like, how are you affording these? I don't big- get it. Or like, or like the houses that you see that are like back to back to back to back, like down the street, oh, like in Brooklyn and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you guys even afford those? Like, and they're oh. like shady. Like, yeah, that's shady as fuck. But mm-hmm. like, no offense, you Brooklyn. can't even, yeah, yeah, no offense guys, <laughs> but like your place is a little bit shady, uh, but like legit, like I, we look at like, we looked at like this one townhouse. It wasn't even like that nice. Like it was, <laughs> it was pretty run down, like not gonna no. lie. And it was still like 600 something thousand dollars. And it was like broken. Like the house was broken. Like it was, like walls are torn apart yeah. like it was a disaster and it was but you get still... to say i live in brooklyn no I you know. don't even say that because i don't know if that's like a clout thing i don't know if people would actually be like yes i'm from brooklyn i think people from brooklyn oh we're gonna get roasted um but i don't know i'm from la so i'm, I'm from I'm, oregon man i'm from a bunch of rednecks see so. i'm asking real questions here i'm not i'm not throwing any shade on anyone these are legitimate questions from so people from brooklyn do you say i'm from brooklyn or do you go, oh, I'm from New York? Oh, that's so interesting. I see, I get, I always get like what people, they're like, oh, I'm like from New York, but then they'll be, but then they'll like talk about Brooklyn. I'm like, eh, it's not really the same thing, homie. But I mean, it's like people that live in, I don't know, like, like Pasadena, St. LA. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, I live from, because sometimes it's easier though. Like, it is, it is. I can't, I, 
I so I'm guilty of that. I go, oh, I'm from Long Beach. I'm from Long Beach, and yeah, I may have been bored in Long Beach, but I live like in Norwalk. That's, That's not Long Beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I guess I get it. Cause like, I don't know if you really know much about Oregon, but like Bend, Oregon, mm, like I lived yeah. like probably 45 minutes out of there, but I just tell people I'm from Bend, Oregon. Cause it's a very touristy spot. Yeah. And like, people are more likely to like know where that is yeah. rather than Lopine, Oregon. Yeah. No like, one knows where the fuck that is. Yeah. That is literally like a town of like <laughs> 4,000 people or something like that. Like my graduation class was so tiny. How close is that to Eugene, Oregon? I actually used to live in Eugene. It's about three hours. Oh, see, ooh, I have a I have an Oregon story for you. Uh, oh, ooh, no. Okay, so my aunt moved out there with my uncle, and so I have a, two cousins that live out there, and that's mm-hmm. their life. Oregon is their life. So every once in a while, the whole family would get together and drive up there. I don't know why we didn't fly there. It's a twelve-hour, like fourteen-hour drive. So silly. And we'd go for like Thanksgiving. Flying's expensive. That's why. Uh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. I've flown twice this we, year. We, 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 we have the argument every time we go to Oregon. I was like, babe, let's just drive. I was like, it's going to cost so much. But okay, so that's the thing. With gas prices going up, how much are you really saving? And how much time is money, baby? So like. That's true. That is true. You're paying for the convenience of getting there in what? An hour and a half as opposed to 13 hours? Yeah, Depending on what part. I don't know. I don't know. I'm neither here nor there again because I live in the middle a lot of the time. So I get both sides, right? Yeah. It just depends on where your budget is or where your money is at that time um anyway so we go to a dollar tree speaking of money <laughs> so we go to i don't know maybe a dollar tree maybe a ross i don't know but they you know they have plazas like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's it's predominantly white in that area okay oh, yeah. it's oh, yeah. oh my god it's oh my god pasty if you think if you think <laughs> that place is predominantly white you should check out the rest of oregon besides portland uh no thank you I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> i have no it's reason like, to go there. i try to explain this to people all the time they're like because they're like They'll either think it's like a super liberal state or a super hipster state or something like that. I'm like, I'm like, you guys are really Baby, like, you're thinking about Portland. I was literally what I'm like, you guys are thinking about Portland and Portland only. Mm-hmm. I was like, everywhere else in Oregon I've ever been is super redneck, super conservative, yeah. and very, 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 very white. And I can say this because I grew up there and I was raised there, so suck it. Um <laughs> And I am white, so I'm just bashing on myself. So you know what I mean? Like yeah. but that's that's how the areas are. Like when I moved to LA, oh, I was so culture shocked. Yeah, I'm sure. I felt like I was like rediscovering. You're telling me I can have ramen tacos and sushi. No, is that the same? No. You're telling me I can have ramen, sushi, and Indian food in one day from a three course meal? Yes, baby. Only yeah, in baby. LA. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, if you have the money, of course, because it's oh, really expensive it's, it's here, too. It's so expensive. <laughs> oh, man. It's so expensive. It's ridiculous. That was my biggest shock was, like, I knew it was expensive, but mm. I didn't know it was expensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, when I moved to LA, like, the culture shock was so big that I felt like I just, like, restarted a whole new life. Yeah, I mean, like, I did, but, like... You did, yeah. But, like, like, I felt like I was, like, reborn because, like, I just felt like I had never experienced so much culture in one place i was happy about it because yeah. it was like it was so cool to see like i'd be like walking down the street and like five other people are speaking five different languages and it's you're a like, beautiful thing you're like you're like that's really fucking cool but like i'm a little intimidated now like i feel stupid like, you know <laughs> why I mean? don't i know five other languages what right have I, what have i been doing with my life right and uh because learning languages is hard bro yeah i, but- I tried chinese and got a c <laughs> 
I, breathe, okay? A, this is awful because I live in Los Angeles, but I definitely 100% flunked out of Spanish. 100%. Oh, like, you can't be having a Latina wife and flunking out of Spanish. To, to be fair, she, she speaks Portuguese, not Spanish. Oh, to be fair, I that saw, is fair. And I did win brownie points for guessing it right on our first day. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had no idea what Portuguese was. So Portuguese was, is hard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard. It's well, I tried telling her that because I'm, I'm supposed to be like learning it. Uh, <laughs> but, but like I, I'm just it's hard when you're going to school and then you're trying to work and then it's just like all this and that and like we have a deal once I finish school like in like three months like I'm gonna start honing in on it I'm gonna start learning this month because I'm actually going to Brazil next month oh but, how fun have a blast I know I'm so excited by the time this by the time this episode comes out it'll probably be like a week or two uh, after before. no before oh, before bikinis and bevies <laughs> that's that's kind of my one of my mantras yeah. outside of commit to the bit bikinis and bevies i'm here for them really oh yeah i love that i love yeah I love you're it. going to brazil like you have it. to have bi- oh of course bikinis we're, and we're bevies. gonna go we're going to like Sao and then we're going to rio de Janeiro. Mm, mm-hmm. that's sick it's it's oh i'm very excited i'm more or less like I'm really excited. Uh, after this, we'll get back to your Eugene story. But oh no, you're. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm really excited because going back to the culture thing, like I get to experience like a whole new way of life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been out of the country ever in my life. Oh, it's such a beautiful I, thing. I've been, I've been just like too poor. You know what I mean? Like I, get I just that. like like I just have never had money to do it. And like same thing with like going to different states in America. I've never been to New York yet. Like I've never like been to like I think the only other really state that's like, you know super popping mm-hmm. is florida and that's like and i was there for like a week but and honestly I didn't do anything poor florida yeah, they're always florida. They're the party place or or it's always like oh blah 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 happened yeah. in florida and you're like oh, yeah. oh that's that's unfortunate yeah and <laughs> it is it is and like as in you know as i've lived in la the last three years i've really like fallen in love with like different cultures especially like brazil mm-hmm. you know what i mean i've been with my wife for like almost three years now and so like i'm just really excited to you know, just experience that type of life. Like, yeah. and her family life is huge. Like, compared to mine, mine ain't shit. Yeah, like, I, I feel like it's definitely, even in, in I know this is going to sound really weird and people are going to be like, what does that even mean? But, like, in, like, American or, like, in Caucasian culture, let's go with CC, in Caucasian culture, because my, my boyfriend's from the South. Mm-hmm. And so he, the other day we got together for Labor Day because it was my, or it was on Labor Day, my brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. And then we had the following Sunday, we were getting together to do his birthday along with like my niece. Mm-hmm. And he goes, wait, why are we getting to, you guys are just finding an excuse to eat together and hang out. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. That's what we do. Like it's family. Like That's what I love to do now. Right. It's just hang out with family and friends. Like it's all I want to do. But his thing is like, I come from, coming you know going back to tennessee mm. on the holiday mm-hmm. i'm gonna see them once or twice a year and that's it and so for him like this year we've gone back for like his brother's impromptu he, he his brother got married um and oh, it, i remember it was yeah, uh, it. It so looked fun, fun. It yeah looked fun. we had a blast and then his dad was like oh let's, there's a father-son golf tournament because he lives at a golf course um and and so that's when i was like oh i'm gonna podcast the fuck out of you sir 
you know? Oh, yeah. And it turned out to be such a fun episode. That's with, awesome. Because they're divorce lawyers that met in court. Oh, That's I did watch that one. So fun. Yeah, they were both divorce lawyers. They're both divorce and lawyers. They, and they got married, right? No, they're no, together. Oh, they're together. But they met fighting against each other in court. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is the coolest. I was like, how the fuck are we not going to podcast this? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that is such a unique story. It's so, like, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. I was like... Because the one guy had a cowboy hat on. She mm-hmm. was kind of more put together yeah. and stuff. And I was just like, I was like, they're kind of opposite people too. Yeah. Like, and I was just sitting there. I'm like, that is like the coolest. She's a wine gal. She's, yeah. you know, wears the Chanel and the Gooch. And he's very much like, I have my things. I don't need more. Yeah. You know? He's like, he's like, give me a, give me a good, you know, vehicle and a nice house. Yeah. And I'm good. And you a know? scotch. Like yeah. all is Gucci, a whiskey. I'm good. And mm-hmm. so she's like, nah, we're going to get a boat and go to the lake. And like, okay, we're boat owners now. What the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah, so exactly. she kind of brings that out of him, you know, for him that. to, to, for him to just kind of get a little wild since yeah. he's so reserved. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Opposites but, attract, baby. It's true. It's true. Me, me and my wife are so opposite. It's not even funny anymore. Makes sense. It's just <laughs> not even like it's it's so it has its moments. I think it makes it more a relationship more fun, though, to be honest. Absolutely. It's because it's like I, I try things that like other than like <laughs> I'm very like picky with food. So like she'll she'll fight me with it for if food. You got to try stuff. Yeah. I made I made a know. deal with her, though, like in Brazil, I can't say no to anything. That's great. That's Any, fantastic. Not, not a, I, I can I can. I can say no to tasting it more, but mm. I can't say no to tasting it. You and may come back a little chunky, and that's okay. Yeah, well, that's kind of the goal too. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm underweight right now. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to like beef up a bit. You know what I mean? I'm tired of being <laughs> a skinny little gains. boy. <laughs> well, it's like this month I'll be like 24. And like fuel for gains. Yeah, yes, exactly. And like, <laughs> oh my god, like some people still think I'm like 18, and I'm like, oh man, I was like, I need to beef up a bit. <laughs> I have a trainer. I can link you up. <laughs> okay, bet, bet. I'm down. I'm down. But yeah, no. Nevertheless, I think you know. I think me and your boyfriend might come from very similar backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Then you know, because my family, my mom and my stepdad especially, they're very like, I don't give a fuck. Like, just let me have these things in life, yeah. and then like, they truly don't give a fuck. Like, like my stepdad, <laughs> he'll be at a party or like he'll be somewhere, and if he's comfortable, he'll do it. it I love him, but like it drives me nuts. He'll just like take his shirt off oh and just my like gosh. chill. Like the He's most, like it's hot. I don't have to impress none of y'all. Exactly. Like that is exactly how my mom and like uh, my mom doesn't do that shit. He's God. like, I'm not suffering in silence for you. You ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and your mom's like, Why are you so embarrassing? Yeah. Oh my god. No, Why my, do I love you? My my mom is just like, Andy just doesn't care. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Yeah, it makes sense. I love it. I think it's funny, but like sometimes I'm like, dude, I'm like, bro. I was like, put your shirt back on. Please, please. But like, it's like, you know, it's their lifestyle. It's like, he's very like, I don't care. Like, I just want simple things in life. And my mom has become that way as well, where she's just like, I want simple things in life. She doesn't take her shirt off in random places. (laughs) I think I'd be scarred for life. No, mama, no. (laughs) Exactly. But like, you know, she's become very, when I was growing up, my mom cared a lot about a lot of things. And now she's just like, I don't fucking care. Oh fucking! Care. That's good, and I think that's gonna happen. I uh, I can say that for myself. I'm 31 years old, mm-hmm. young. I mean, I don't care. I think you're pretty young. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, and honestly, they say women are in their prime when they're in their 30s because they take a lot less shit, you mm-hmm. know, and they are more direct about what they want. There's I less, see it. less wishy washy. You're just like you're not gonna. You're not going to make room for things that you don't need to, you don't have room for, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I get it. And so I'm sure like my grandma, my grandma's like 85 today and you know, her, 
her my grandpa's sister passed away recently and i don't know if that kicked her more into gear because she was already like yolo yeah you know but now she's like extra yolo she's like, i don't give a fuck like i want to do this we're gonna yeah. go do this you know because she's she i guess that mortality sets in right and you're like I, I can go any day now so like why am i gonna and it's reasonable it's not like all right i'm gonna go bungee jumping like she's not fucking doing that shit either but yeah. she's like oh, okay the things that i would have been reserved about before maybe it's it may be the importance that i once gave this thing isn't as important as i think it is or yeah. i thought it was i agree maybe it doesn't deserve the value of importance I that agree. i once gave and it. i think i think death i think death really teaches you a lot i mean like i don't know about you but i've i think closeness wise i've lost like three to four people and yeah, so like death really it it turns it turns like this gear in your head mm -hmm. i don't know how to like explain it unless like i like my last episode i did we we were literally talking about like uh my guest had lost his mom and I had lost my brother and I was like, you can't explain to somebody like how that feels or how that changes you unless the person, you know, somebody that has had very similar Yeah, they experience. can. You can, uh, you can empathize, but you'll never really exactly. get a grasp of it. Like I, I've never had a brother or mother mm -hmm. or anything like that. I've had an uncle. Um, Which is pretty like I, one of the big figures of mine was my uncle as well. He was like a father figure to mm -hmm. me. So it's just as damaging. Like, it depends on your closeness, I guess. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. like... And there's things that, like, uh, you don't want to regret, but it just... It, it happens. You're going to end mm -hmm. up regretting it. Um, and it's... You don't want to regret it, but you're like, fuck. So, yeah. could you could you be better with your other family members? Could you... Yeah. But, again, it has to be authentic. It can't yeah. be out of guilt. Like, you can't be like, I'm guilty. I wasn't a better niece and didn't take yeah. my... Like, so now I'm going to force this relationship on my other family member. Like, it, it, no. It's yeah. And that's it's it's that's so important, too. Like, you know, feeling, like, regret and stuff is, like... That's, like, the first thing you'll feel. Uh-huh. Like, as soon as someone dies, you'll just instantly feel regret. It, it, I mean, there's, like... There's a few people I did, but there's like one person I didn't feel any regret because I felt like we had a great relationship mm -hmm. and, you know, life was great. And like, you know, but there was a few times where I'd be like, I wish I would have never yelled at him during that time. Or like, I wish I wouldn't have blown him off during that time. Or I wish I would have just picked up my phone. Like, like regret like that, like seeps through your head. And that's I think that's what really like gets people like depressed and stuff, too, is like they realize those little things. And especially when it's like a mom or a sibling or an immediate family member. Or someone you're just close to in general, like a best friend. It's like it's just like this crushing feeling of like, okay, like they're never coming back. How am I supposed to navigate through life? Like, you know, there's ages too. Like your age will affect how you feel. Yeah. Like when my brother died, like I was like I was sad, but I was like, cool, I get an Xbox. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, you were little. Like, I was little. And, like, I was, like, I think I was, like, 10. Mm. And, like, I still felt sad. I remember feeling sad. But, I, like, like my biggest regret with my brother is the day he passed away, I spent the whole day playing video games. Oh. While he was, out, like, out in the living room, like, sick. And I think what really got me, it didn't hit me. And I didn't even remember that until, like, three years ago. And it just, like, reignited all the feeling. And I was like, oh, no. Like, because I don't know why. Like, my when when you go, like, through a traumatic event like that, like, your mind will blank things, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, it won't come back for, like, years. Yeah, it, I like, don't, puts it in a vault. Yeah, like, I don't know if anyone else, like, feels like that. But, like, that's happened to me, like, numerous times where, like, you know, and, like, that's, like, my biggest regret with my brother was just, like, I played video games that whole day. Like, and they weren't even fun. 
that was the worst part. You know what I mean? And so like, it's, it's, it's really about age perspective, what you were doing that really like kind of leads up to like how you're going to ultimately feel when something like that happens. I am going to play devil's advocate here. And it's kind of one of the things that I wanted to talk about today. Yes, please. Um, and it's like, well, you're 10 years old, so you don't, you, your brain isn't fully developed. Exactly. Right. Um, so I feel like, especially as kids, especially as kids and even adults do it. Adults are super guilty of this. It's like, as soon as something feels uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, in, on the mental and emotional scale, we're very good at deflecting. And we're very good at like, how do I avoid feeling uncomfortable? I agree. And that's why there's so many conflicts that happen today and so many unresolved things that happen today. And again, relationships that like where, you know, doing a callback to regret, like, oh, I should have done this. Like, but you didn't want to have that uncomfortable conversation. You didn't want to be in that uh, uncomfortable situation to begin with in order to make amends, in order to find clarity, Right. It's just so much easier for us to be like, oh, la, 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 let me get distracted. Look, Netflix, House exactly. of the Dragon. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? It's, and so that's the thing. As a 10-year-old, like, I honestly, I can't tell you to not feel bad or, you know, to not feel mm-hmm. remorse or regret or any of those things. But what I can say is, like, you're not fully developed enough to understand that the situation that you were in at the time was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And it was very depressing. And it was something that you had no control over. So even if you had chosen as a 10 year old kid to go and hang out and just sit there with your sick brother, like I don't know that that memory of him is any better than the memories that you had created before that. Right. So like I had a friend whose grandpa, she would go and see him all the time. One of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And she'd go every week because she knew, you know, she'd go because she loved him, obviously. But he was also getting on the older side. So every week she'd go once once a week to go see him, have lunch at his favorite spot. They'd hang out for two hours. It was what it was. And then it came time and he started getting more sick and he ended up at the hospital. And so someone in her family was like, why aren't you going to see him in the hospital? Like, don't you love your mm-hmm. grandpa? And she goes, I do. But... He's not, first of all, he wasn't all there anymore Two, Like, that's not a memory that she wants to keep. Like, and so I get it because that's an uncomfortable situation. You mm-hmm. want to avoid that. And for the, like preserving the memory of him. Right. And he's probably, he's probably like her hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's probably like someone that like so helped raise her and like, you know, it's really hard. It's hard to be like, let me go and look at him this way. Cause now you're like making a new memory that you don't want to have exactly right and so like as a kid like i get it as a kid you're a kid you mm-hmm. know what i mean um you're gonna have the memories that you do have and that's awesome but at least you didn't make one that's gonna kind of tarnish your vision yeah. of him um or your perception of him and and it's all it's okay because you're a kid yeah like exactly. you would the outcome of that day would have never changed had you been playing video games or had you been next to him yeah that's what that's very similar to kind of like what my therapist said about the subject is like it's you know i think you're really on point with it uh it's nothing would have ever changed you know like you're saying nothing would have ever changed the outcome regardless it would have left actually a more traumatic uh it probably would have yeah per, like uh memory in your mind yeah probably. i remember like I mean, I'm still like a little like I'm not anymore because I've spent like over a decade working through it. But like, you know, when I was younger, I was I still I still was with him when he passed, you know, like I was still out there and stuff. But like, I think I spent like only like the last like two or three hours with him of his life. And like, 
And that to me was enough. Like to like that was probably overwhelming for a ten year old. It was so mind. overwhelming, and like I had like all these people in my like living room that like I only saw like once every four years you're like, or like something like that you know what i mean like, <laughs> oh, just like you? all the yeah and then like school teachers showing up i'm like what the fuck that's I was crazy like, yeah I was like, what the fuck is it i was like why, i was like why is my teacher at my house like what the <laughs> fuck and you know like they would bring me my homework or something i didn't even understand that you're like, like why are you see as an adult you're like bitch this could have waited till next week Exactly. <laughs> like this you did not need to drop off my homework this could have waited two weeks okay that's so funny oh my god that's what i have said like all these years like, i'm like it what? makes zero sense as to a me. kid like, you're like huh <laughs> like as a kid i was pissed that i was getting homework i was like yo I'm like fucking sad and i have to do exactly. y equals mx plus b exactly. what in the bullshit <laughs> exactly like it's just so oh my goodness like it was a very overwhelming event, you know what I mean? And, like, um, I don't, like, I feel like, though, it might be a little controversial to say. I mean, my mom discussed this a lot. I don't mm. think I'd be where I am today if my brother didn't pass, though. I if, think, I think, I, uh, I'm going to say yes, I agree. I think um, things happen in our lives, um, and that's why they call them seasons, right? I mean, we don't see them in L.A., but. Exactly. Everyone else does. Yes. <laughs> it's just fucking hot. Today it's like that it's like hillbilly weather. I don't know what the fuck's happening. I it's gloomy, it's raining, and I it's love humid. It though. I love it though. What what in the hillbilly weather is this? I know yesterday we were dancing in the rain yesterday. We're dancing like, in the we're rain. We're like hallelujah. <laughs> but it was, like, was hot ass rain. It was hot rain. Yeah, like it touched and I was like, this isn't rain, bro. I was like, what in the New Orleans is happening right now? <laughs> like what? Um yeah, and so and so that's the thing. Like I I think I agree. I'm going to say I agree with you. I'm not going to say I think. I'm going to say I agree with you. Um, but seasons, things have to happen for you to learn how to make decisions. It's exactly. a decision-making thing. And so because we go through seasons of life, I feel like uh, there's a, a little bit of what people consider like um, like society, kind of like transactions. Like relational transactions, yes. right? And so, and then there's also like emotional equity and, and all that stuff. If you want to look at it like a bank account. But if you look at emotions and your thought process and all that, like a transaction. So here's the thing. There's a lot of relationships that you, at today at 24 years old, me, 31, that I have today that I didn't have five years ago. Exactly. Four years ago. And I think a lot of people get really hung up on the idea of like, well, you've known them since you were a kid or you knew them when you were in high school and blah, blah, blah. Like the thing is that if the relationship, if, if money isn't being put in the bank, the bank, the well goes dry. Right. And so with that being said, um, if you had, I don't know, if your brother would have stayed alive, I don't know that your decision making would be the same today. I agree. Right. Because it's it's such a traumatic experience for you that you go back to it often to help you. It helps you navigate mm -hmm. and agree. it guides you Um, in, you know, chances are you do a lot less stupid shit today. Oh, so and like so much less stupid shit. And like it. It bugs me sometimes because like sometimes, you know, and I don't want to like gloat my own uh -huh. butt or anything, but I'm very more mature than a lot of people my age. And it annoys the shit out of me because like I don't make stupid, like idiotic mistakes. Like, But that's only because of 
experience. Mm-hmm. And it's only because of the relationships that you've dealt with and had and the traumatic experiences yeah. you've had. So it's all it's all led you to this. Yeah. And the thing about like my brother's death is like, you know, it went from like my mom being like the woman of the house, mm-hmm. you know, and raising two kids to be me and my mom. And that turns into as I get older, me turning into the man of the house. Mm-hmm. Like when I was like 15, like I had to get a job and like help my mom pay bills. Yeah. And like that yeah. helped a lot, too. And like, I feel like you know, my brother's death helped me, like, motivate me to just, like, start life a bit earlier than yeah. a lot of people, like, because, like, I, I don't know about you, but life sucks, and, like, I'm, like, over, like, suffering, you know what I mean, and, like, a lot of people are, Yeah. and so, you know, I think that's what brings into a lot of decision making, is, like, I take back to moments, like, my brother dying, like, I suffered a lot. I don't want to feel like that. I right. You're literally searching for happiness. It's literally. <laughs> that is why I chose the name is because like, I just feel like I'm constantly on a mission to just like be happy. And like, so is everybody else. I will say this though. I will say there's someone told me once about how happiness, for me, it's not even necessarily happiness because mm-hmm. happiness, it's all objective, right? So for me, it's more so finding the joy in the activities that I do. Right. So you can't always be happy. Things like yeah. there's days where I wake up and I'm like, man, like Mondays are really hard for me. Mondays are really hard for me. And and here's why. Because I wake up next to the love of my life mm-hmm. and we cuddle and we sleep in a little. And then I'm like, OK, I have to go home now. And I don't want to go home now because I have to do so much shit for the rest of the week. I got to see a personal trainer. And then it's like, but then you remove that. I got it, right? And you go, oh, no, I get to. I get to go see a personal trainer. I get to go work, you know, at this podcasting company that requires odd hours sometimes. I get to stress out about this stuff. Like, when you can find the joy in this stuff and, and mostly the gratitude, like, it, ch- it definitely changes the lens uh, that you're looking at things through. Yeah, I agree. Right? So, so happiness, happiness is fleeting. Happiness isn't something that you're just going to feel all the time because it's an emotion and there's so many emotions that we so feel. Many, yeah. Have we not seen Inside Out? Right. I, I mean, was just about to reference <laughs> it. I was just about to reference it. I'm and like, And they're all important. They're all true. necessary. But when you can find the joy in the activities that you're doing and you can practice the gratitude for being able to do those things. It definitely, happiness is a lot more achievable. I agree. Even if it's not something that you have all the time. Yeah. Um, and I was going to make the joke how Disney right now, they're not very happy. No. Because they just lost Bill Hader and Mindy Kaling, which were the other voices. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And it's because they were uh, about to pay, or they're paying Amy Poehler five mil, and they were only offering everybody else, all the other voices, 100K. Yeah. Why does Amy... Get the fuck out of here. Why does Amy get so much? Right, and they're like, joy, joy. Everyone knows Joy. Everyone, Joy's voice is distinguishable. And it's like, no, but Mindy Kaling is literally um, a production company owner and she does disgust's voice, and her voice is ill. Oh my god! Like it's very distinguishable in yeah. itself. Bill Hader. Bill Hader's a rising star. Hello. Bill Hader is just Bill fucking Hader. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I would. That's like a. That's like a slap to the face. Yeah. Like type. Like I mean, like hundred k sounds like a lot, but like but when you've been in this business for twenty years. When, yeah, 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 yeah. And you, absolutely, you're, you're Emmy nominated. Golden Globe nominated. You're in one of the hottest shows around right now. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You've been in some of the funniest comedies to ever exist. 
If someone offered me 100K, I would spit in their face. You'd like, be like, but you're giving Amy Poehler five. And so apparently exactly. they tried to give her more. Reason. Yeah, I was like, take a, t- give her three mil and then disperse the rest. And it, even then, it might not necessarily meet the three mil, but it'll be close and it'll be fair. Like, I don't know what we're doing. Um... And I don't, and I'm, I'm not saying that because as a woman, I'm, I should be like, yeah, I'm Polar, make your fucking, make your bag, girl. You know, I, I, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, no, 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 no. We want equality. We want to get paid as much as men. Right. So like, it has to be the same way. Like we can't be mad that Harry Styles got paid 2 million and that main girl for that darling movie or whatever that has so much fucking drama. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know um, what I'm talking about? Olivia for, Wilde's film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is super upsetting. Cause I'm like, I, I, I'd like to be a director one day. I'd like to direct something here and there, you know, which is why I do what I do. And it's like, oh, man, everything that's happening to this point is taking away from this film and this feat. It hurts. It, it scares me, too, because I'm pretty sure she's the one directing uh, Madam Web as well. Oh, shoot. For Sony. So I'm like, oh. can we? Know? Oh, yeah, she is. She is. I covered it yeah. in, in season two of Talks and Sips. Yeah, 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 that was the rumor. I took oh yeah, you. I remember that episode. It was like you guys uh, were talking about like an, a, a secret role, or mm-hmm. like because it hadn't been revealed yet. Yeah. It was like a secret role, and so I, was I went like, deep diving in the internet. Yes. <laughs> no, like um, and like that whole this whole drama stuff about her is like firing back in her face too. Because like I don't know if you saw, but Shia LaBeouf like refuted what she said. It was like, nah, bro, like. I quit. Like, and also you gotta you gotta respect. Shia. Man, Shia is the freakiest, deakiest man out there. You know what I'm saying? So if he's saying like this bitch is lying, like she's lying, man. Especially because, dude, my friend, the same friend that I was telling you about, uh, Shia was on this nudie site, mm-hmm. a webcam site, and he was like, "Yes, show me them toes." <laughs> Like you get it, Shia. You help these sex workers. That's what's up. <laughs> no, like that was no my, shame. That's what I. That's what I tried to tell because we, me and my wife, were kind of discussing it a bit, and I would tell, I was telling her, I was like, I was like, Shia LaBeouf, he, he's so talented, he's so great, and he. But right now, like, you know, he might be. He, he just he needs was better a, friends. Honestly, he needs be, that's what I was just about to get there. Like, he just needs a better environment yeah. to like thrive in, and I think he got it. I don't know if you saw. Um, uh, John Berthal's uh, Real Ones podcast. But no. He had Shia LaBeouf on for like two hours. Fun. I love that. And, you know, like, I'm not going to lie. These last few years, I've not been the biggest fan of Shia LaBeouf. No, because he's Nobody a piece of shit, had, but he yeah, owns yeah. it. But he owns it. Yeah. And, like, the whole, the whole episode I'm watching, I was watching it to see if, like, it was just bullshit. You know what I mean? And, like, he sounds like a whole new man. Like, uh, I don't know if you know, he's, he's married to Mia Goth, which oh. is the girl from the X movie. The, the small pale chick from the oh, movie X. Yeah, I didn't know that. A24. Yeah, he's married. They have like a baby together now. Wow. Everything. But he's like, ever since she came in his life, he's like... I was going to make the joke. Sometimes you just need a Southern woman. Not that <laughs> she's not a Southern woman. I don't know if she's a Southern woman. But that's what I hear. Like men that can't settle down. Eventually, there's a, a Southern woman that comes in <laughs> to their lives and just... Wacha, 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 yeah. Shapes them into place. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm sure I'm sure she definitely like whipped him in the shade because he seems like a whole new dude. Like he like the whole episode, he's just like taking full blow and like accountability. That's everything. great. Like, he's like, I was blow. a piece of oh, fucking yeah. shit. He literally says that he's like, I'm a fucking piece of shit, woman beating, you know, asshole. But he's like, I'm trying to like make amends with myself That's and good. with life, and you know, and it's like. It's like, it's like you know, I can I can maybe start supporting you again. You but know, honestly, like, like Shia LaBeouf is a perfect example of being a victim to his circumstances. Exactly. But 
but not at no fault, right? We can't just be like, oh, poor thing. His dad, you know, used him and abused him and made him become, you know, a jester, if you will, for the mm -hmm. Hollywood circus. Like, he he definitely was used and abused, a product of his childhood. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, we are responsible for controlling our emotions mm -hmm. and controlling our cognitive state like it is a privilege to have cognitive abilities that you are like that you have control over mm -hmm. like think about the people that that don't think about people that have um what is it autistic kids think about people with down syndrome like they don't they're not in their full mm -hmm. um they're not they don't have the full range that we do uh and that's not fair you know and, and that's what do you call it the the card that they were dealt you mm -hmm. know yeah. in life and the thing is that we have that privilege. And so with that privilege, like they say, comes great responsibility. And so like, and that's, and, and I'm saying this from the perspective of someone that uh, kind of operated on autopilot for a very long time. And I feel like as a society, most of us do. Unfortunately, it's so easy. I've been doing it so much this year. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. We can't self-correct all the time. I get it. Because self-correcting requires you to look inward, right? Uh, retrospect and it requires you to be like oh I'm this is slipping by I'm letting mm -hmm. this go Ooh, right and so the thing with it is that like as soon as we start feeling certain things that aren't natural to our our real person then that's when it's like okay maybe maybe I need to take a step back so like I was telling you before I was like there's times where I get a little bitter and I get a little sour and I'm like that's not who I am though I'm actually kind of like a hype girl I want you to succeed mm -hmm. I want you to do fucking great but there's times where I'm like Ugh, you know and that's when I'm like okay and and that's the part where a lot of people have a hard time because it's like you have to admit to yourself. It's the admitting to yourself that you're being a piece of shit. Yeah. That's what really re made me regain respect for Shia LaBeouf was like, he was just like full blown public millions of people just watching yeah. this podcast, like admitting that he's a piece of shit, womanizer, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I was like, you can't like bag on somebody for like going on like pretty much national television. Cause yeah. I mean, YouTube is pretty much national at this point Net television. It feels like you can't just like, you have to like really be healed to do that as yeah, well. Yeah, or even if, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think healing, I think you can heal. I mean, mm -hmm. I technically was healed, if you mm -hmm. will, but it's the practice of. Like, exactly, you're not going to yeah. work out one day and, and be like, all I'm gone. fucking ripped. Look at this. I'm an Adonis. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you're going to work out forever. It takes patience it and takes, time. Right. So with that, the, the muscle being another, you know, form, another organ in our body that requires work, right? Um, you're going to, you're going to be a little bit quicker to self-correct. Yeah. You're not going to let, you're not going to get to the edge every single time. You're not going to be hanging by a finger from the edge every single time. You're going to get better at being like, Oh, okay. I'm at the edge now. Yeah. I'm not hanging by a finger. Oh, I'm like five feet from the edge now. Let me turn back. Oh, I'm 10 feet from the edge now. Let me turn back. Like you're going to be a little bit quicker. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it doesn't have to become like this chaotic detrimental thing. It's just like, Oh, I was quicker at self-correcting i was quicker at practicing gratitude yeah. i was quicker at being grateful for what i have and and like okay I'm, i was quicker at, at at acknowledging that like maybe i don't feel good today emotionally and i'm gonna cry or i'm gonna do whatever or i'm gonna have fucking chocolate whatever mm -hmm. right but then i'm also gonna go okay that time has because time just goes and goes and goes right so that time has come that time has gone mm -hmm. all right now time to clean off my boots 
You know what I mean? And keep on going. Yeah. Keep I think, on keeping on. I think like kind of a little bit going back to, you know, losing somebody is losing somebody teaches you a lot of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it teaches you a lot mm-hmm. of self-correction. It teaches you, it makes you like reevaluate yourself. It brings you to rock bottom. Oh, yeah. 100%. It brings you to like rock bottom. And like, I feel like, you know, with Shia, it was the same. I hope I'm saying his name right. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I don't know. Sometimes people pronounce it differently. And with I'm Shia? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what is he, Chia like, Seeds? <laughs> that's what I say. I was like, yo, like, he's not Chia. Chia, Chia, Chia. His hair sometimes, though. His hair is great. I love his hair. I don't know. I've always dug, I've always been jealous of like his hair. He's always, he always has great hair, but, um, no, all through the years, I've always respected Shia, and it's it's cool to watch not only him as a celebrity, but like him as just a person. Yeah, grow like that, and I think like that's what death teaches you, or like traumatic events, like the whole world kind of being like "fuck you, dude." Yeah, that's gonna fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Like that's gonna really fuck you up. So like I I'm not gonna compare death and that together because they're completely separate things. But both those things teach you exactly what humility. They humility. teach you humility, and it humbles you. Yeah. It, it allow you. It allows you to reevaluate your darkest and your seasons of life. Exactly. So it allows you to go like, oh, that wasn't a good season, but here, okay, I can do better. Mm-hmm. I can try a little bit harder. I'm mm-hmm. gonna. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna make mistakes. I'm not gonna be perfect, but I'm gonna try a little bit harder this exactly. time than I did last time. Exactly. Yeah, and, I think and that's all you can do. That's all you can do, and I always tell people like, I'm like. You know, when people are like, uh, say, like, you're you're trying to get somewhere or do mm-hmm. something and they're like, I just can't do it. And I always tell people, I'm like, well, are you trying your best? And they're like, yeah. I was like, that's all you can do, homie. Like, oh, I love that. I love it. That's dog. Look, man. Like, Did you give you it a do. shot? Like, like, all right. If you can't, like, like a good, like a good buddy of mine, he, he works so much. He mm. works so much. And he's just like, I feel like my dream just ain't happening, man. Like. There's also, uh, I mean, we just we're impatient as fuck. Oh yeah, as a society in general. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Oh, and I blame it all on social Social media media and Amazon Mm -hmm. and like all this shit. Like, you're telling me I can't have my package in two hours? You you're telling me I can't receive my three hundred thousand like in two hours? You're telling me I can't be the next fucking uh, I don't know who's Jay (laughs) in two hours? What the fuck? No, it's so crazy how fast we can get things, though. It, I, I never realized it because we live in L.A., mm-hmm. like, but, like, it's kind of only here in L.A. Like, everywhere else, it takes forever to get shit. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I was, like, Absolutely. back home in Oregon. She, my mom was like, it's going to take, like, a week to get here. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? You're I'm like, like what? Was, I can't just me? pick it up at an Amazon locker at the local 7-Eleven. What are you talking about? I think that's literally on the borderlines i said i'm like y'all don't have like amazon lockers or nothing like <laughs> i was like you guys don't have like a depot or nothing to go pick that shit up and they're like no <laughs> i'm like okay what century I'm, what what time is this? literally that's my thought is process this the, the 80s time. are you right? stuck in the 80s right, right now that's how i feel when i go back home everything's just so old and it's not even that, honestly. They're just there's no urgency, and that's okay. And that's the thing. In it's okay, a, yeah, it's okay. To in be LA, like, that. like in in metropolitan cities, like it's such a rat race, and we it's know bad. it. It's bad. It's really sad too, to be honest. Like, I don't know. Like, I actually just like this morning, I was having a talk with my wife because I had I don't remember my wife, my wife, <laughs> my beautiful wife. I know I looks like. Every time I tell people about my wife, they're like, you, you have a wife? Like, <laughs> they're like, what? Aren't you 12? <laughs> Literally. They're like, they're like, aren't you? Like, I think one time I got there, like, I thought you were like a teenager, bro. Like, I was yeah. like, 
nope, I can go get fucked up in a bar at 2 a.m. and. But you know what you can't do, do, baby? What? You can't go rent a car yet. Ooh, <laughs> no, yeah, you true. can, you can, but it's like it's a bitch. Expensive. expensive. It's hard. Actually, you can on Turo. Ooh, Turo apps, apps, apps. Exactly. <laughs> Turo doesn't have an age requirement, which is nice. But I if don't you need go to, like, Expedia. An airport, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate Expedia. I don't need whoever the fuck rents out cars. <laughs> cars for rent. <laughs> Fucking. Oh man, I, it's a good business though. Renting cars is a. Oh good yeah, because business. nobody wants to put the miles on their car. That's crazy. That's crazy. I know someone that like literally owns like eight vehicles just for Turo. Just yeah, just for Turo. Wow. And he writes them all off. That's crazy. That's crazy. I I just feel like that that type of production is too like invasive. There's just too much going on. Like, what if they crash the car? Then they're like, oh my neck. That's my like, fear. Mm. That's my fear with like Airbnb too. Like, we're trying to we're trying to uh, buy like a house out in Brazil mm-hmm. to Airbnb because mm-hmm. I feel like it makes. Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rio de Janeiro. Rio de Janeiro vacation spot. I can't speak at all, but uh, it's, and you can make so much money doing it. Mm-hmm. But like our biggest fear is like, what if someone slips and hits their head? Exactly on or the corner what if of a someone, coffee table. What if someone like damages the property and then they won't pay for it, even if you sue them or whatnot? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what if you have to go through a whole lawsuit process because of someone damaged or stole your shit or whatever yeah. and it's like on the other side of the world and court like, takes forever court takes forever i don't even know what it's like in another country right actually i'm probably sure it's a lot smoother than here but yeah, yeah. i don't know that i know anybody that has had uh airbnb in a different country or yeah. even state for the matter i, I don't really Maybe know state. i know i know people that have had them in different states and they're always um they say it's a struggle, but that's they're like that's why you hire property managers and this and that. I'm like, yeah, but homie, I'm like, I don't got money to hire. That property. just turned again. See, it just got real busy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, a, a quick, what is it? A get quick, rich, yeah, quick scheme. Get, I told you about phrasing. Quick. Get yeah, rich yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, get scheme, rich yeah. quick. Say that for pyramid times. scheme. <laughs> or, or sorry, not pyramid scheme. A Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme. Yeah. It, when it's that, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. nope, it's not yeah, worth it. It's. I don't know. Some some investments out there though are really smart. I'm definitely still gonna do Airbnb, but like, cause I know. did an Airbnb before. Oh really? Yeah, here in it? LA. It was cool. I met some really cool people because we did the whole like live together thing. Oh okay, cool. Yeah, and I, yeah, I met a few really cool people. That's cool. I know a few people that have done that. They they literally just like it's just like having an exchange exchange student at your house. Like, cause I knew a couple that had. Uh, they took like exchange students mm-hmm. in like for high school and stuff. And then like it's literally just like the same a, thing. It's the same exact thing. I was like, oh, just with people wanting to visit L.A. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, and she's like, the only difference is, is you don't have to yell at them to do their homework. That's true. That's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. She's like, the only time I ever had to yell at someone in the you know Airbnb was like they were like trying to take my shower apart. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's so bizarre. How right? do you decide? Like, I'm going to go stay here. Ooh, the water pressure on this shower is not strong strong enough i'm gonna have to go to the depot and right. go get that horse pressure <laughs> that horse pressure hose mm, maybe the elephant pressure hose that's maybe, the one maybe that's just the a... one i can't have this soft ass hair out here <laughs> i'm in the city of la of stars i gotta it's look like true. one it's true though if you don't look like a star here no one gonna look at you like, <laughs> it's ew. so bad it's so <laughs> don't, bad. Why, oh yeah it's so crazy it's so crazy it's here so but crazy. It, was, it was a good experience for you though overall right yeah, uh, yeah, I had a good experience. That's good. That's good. How long did you do it for? I did it for like a year. Oh, yeah. Did you, did you at least make good money doing it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great, yeah, great, yeah. good, good. That's that's what I want to do. People are like, 
You know, I don't like care for money. I just care for the freedom that money brings. I, and so I'm I constantly, I'm constantly like, I wouldn't say looking for those get rich schemes, but like I'm looking for like the get rich schemes, but I'm in it for like the long I'm not, but run. I am. I'm like in it for the long <laughs> run. Exa- I feel you. I feel you. There's some things I'm like, eh, I'm like, I would do, but I don't mm. Would I send? Would I sell feet pics on the internet? Sure. <laughs> would I sell booby pics? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a line in the sand. There, there, there's a line there. There's a line there for <laughs> sure. <laughs> but no, like for real though. What made you like start Toxin Sips? Oh, Toxin Sips, not Toxin. Because okay. you know, if you didn't hear me in the intro, uh, Jay Fox here, uh, she does Toxin Sips podcast. Um, and she's been doing it for a good two, three years. No, no, no. Everyone thinks I've been at it for a long time. It just feels like it. I know. That's Uh, how much content she puts out. Everybody. Right. It feels like it's, she puts out so much Mm -hmm. that I felt like it's already been years, (laughs) but it's only been, uh, I started, we started in March. I think I started filming February, 2021 for it or March, 2021 for it. And then didn't start actually releasing things till like April 26. Okay. So I tried to bank them. I tried to, I tried to bank them like three months out. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, we have ideas of what we think things are going to be like. I did the same thing. And then you're like, I don't know anything. You know nothing, John Snow. Yeah, I very much did not know nothing. Um, I didn't know shit either. And honestly, up until that point, I had only gotten it. And so obviously, you know, podcasts have been around forever. for Not forever, but for a while. And so I was really late to the game. I got into podcasts like maybe a few months at the end of the pandemic like or not the end but 2020 like the latter half of the Mm -hmm. year and so the first one of the first ones that i had gotten into was uh there was there's a podcast that um uh what's his name oh my god i'm brain farting shoot it's uh he does fitness he did shanti like the fitness guy. Oh, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, his about. name is Shanti. He's done like the P90X, T25, yes, like yes, the workout yes, videos. Yes. And so I don't even know. I think I just stumbled onto his Instagram and he has like a podcast called Trust and Believe. And they were nice 15 minutes, like palatable, small mm-hmm. uh, for someone who never got in, into podcasts before. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a lot of TED Talks on YouTube. Mm. i love ted talks on youtube the right. other day i was like i haven't been listening to these it's been a while like i they're just they're they're, they're resourceful they're resourceful and they're like fruit for your mind it's food for your mind you know i agree i agree 100 uh and so the reason that i even got into toxin sips why it, it came to fruition was because i was going through my own like mental debacle at the time and so i had been in a relation or a situationship if you will because that's what the kids call it these days situationships is it is it yep situationships you know i never like feel old and then like <laughs> people are like oh we call we say shit like this i'm like what i was like what what do they say though <laughs> they're like dead ass i dead, dead, ass. dead ass what's the other one they go uh uh bet no that one feels old now actually it's it does. A, it's another one. Oh fuck it's um sus sus i'm like mm, that's, mm, sus, sis, bro. that's sus bro like <laughs> i'm like i'm like guess what bro like yeah. i don't know it's suspect right <laughs> like it's too many syllables in that word like i don't understand that and um what the cop or the cop out no it's oh a, no no i'm gonna cop this is that what that is yeah they're like oh i'm about to go cop this hat 
Oh my gosh, I'm like. I, I will say I use that sometimes. I'm like, ah, yeah. see, there you go. Like, I gotta, I gotta I act like, my age a little bit. I literally, bit. like, one time I was like, hey, babe, I went and copped you some ice cream. I feel like there's a cop getting ice cream? This is literally what she said. I love it. And she's like, she's Where? like, the, Sabrina was like, you know, because she's the second language barrier. She's mm-hmm. like, she's like, where's the cop? I was like, honey. I was like, I was like, no, no, I copped you some ice cream. Here, you know which one? Ice cream. The one that's the one that's just like, I still can't. Like my brain can't. It doesn't connect for the, the synapses. Just don't do it. The no cap. No oh, cap. Oh, I, I, I do hate that one. I how do how that. do you use that no in a cap. sentence? Like, hey man, like this shit's crazy. No cap. Like no shit. Like. Oh my god, that's the one where I'm like, what? Or it's like, uh, man. This shit is just not it. No cap, cap. bro. Like, this food tastes like <laughs> shit. No cap, No bro. cap. Anyway, no cap, bro. Yeah, I can't properly. <laughs> yeah, I don't use that formulate one. Formulate that one. I use, sentence. like, I use bet and then cop and then, like, I think I used sus, like, once. I was like, that's sus, but I was just, like, around, like, 18 years. See, this is how you know I'm old because I have, I have used it to be like, mm, that's sus. But I've also used sus, like, mm, we got to suss it out interesting because that's you can use it to like yeah you can use it for anything really but that's literally me like we got to figure this out yeah yeah that's 100 so i'm like i'm fucking old i guess anyway if it makes you feel any better i feel the same way even though i'm you know younger but you're an older soul that's okay it i'm proud to be an older soul because these people these days oh my and again this is not to throw any shade yeah yeah no for sure i just again it's it's like we were saying like shad do you have the right people in your life sometimes it's having like a good network of people they're gonna have your back like i'm all about having friends i'm the woo friend sometimes i'll be like let's get lit bikinis and bevies woo you know what i mean Mm-hmm. I'm, I can be that person, right? They say I'm like the Leo, right? So they mm-hmm. say like, oh, as soon as you have a Leo friend, all of a sudden you catch yourself in Ireland for someone's birthday party. Like <laughs> you catch yourself in fucking Florida on a fucking Hawaii because it's a Leo's yeah, I birthday. I think I've seen memes like that. Yeah, like all of a sudden you're in a different country for yeah. someone's birthday. And so I, I I can be that friend, but at the same time, I'm very much the other friend. And, and it's funny because I had this talk with my boyfriend and I was like, yeah, like I think... I don't, I, there's a lot of people that I don't really talk to anymore from my past. Again, it's, Same. it's seasons of life. Like yeah. you, you outgrow people you, and, and, it's and people not even, outgrow you and or... they outgrow you. Yeah. And again, if, 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 if you're not feeding each other consistently to keep that relationship alive, 100%. then it's not really gonna keep growing and that's mm-hmm. okay. And the thing is that a lot of people, again, they feel like, Oh, it's that we had this like relational transaction like you owe me or i owe you know people feel like oh i owe them because we did this together and we it's like no you don't as soon as you start feeling that way about a relationship it ceases to be a relationship you know what i mean 100%. it's like it's like oh oh yeah i well they were there for me when blah 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 like it's it's a pastime and it's a good memory and you needed that but it doesn't mean that you're ungrateful because they're not in your life anymore you know what i mean like it's just Sometimes you go separate ways because you're not, it's, it's not conducive to each other's lifestyle. It's not going to help, but it's, it doesn't have to be a bad thing either. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think when relationships end or, or when relationships aren't what they used to be, it's a bad thing. And it's, it's not. It's not, no. You, you know, know what I mean? And I think uh, me and Sabrina have struggled with that immensely. And I think that's part of marriage is like people expect marriage to like bring this whole next level. And I just does it oh my god my favorite is people that like live together and who have lived together forever and then they get married and they expect something to change it's like no bitch you've already been playing house yeah mom already, and dad this entire time that's my thing is like i try to tell people i was like y'all like marriage is literally just a title like it, like 
The only thing that changes is pressure. Yeah. And maybe like joint bank account. Yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, like me and my wife, like we, we have a joint bank account, but like we hardly, we still use our separate accounts mostly. You know what I mean? Like that's like for savings and stuff. Like we don't even Yeah, really that's for that it. Cabo trip. Exactly. The Brazil trip. <laughs> the Brazil actually. trip. Mm -hmm. But like it's, it is, it's just like, you know, marriage, it's just a lot of obstacles really. It's, it's like, it's finding your niche with your person and like, a big thing I tell people, too, is, like, don't give up on your relationship because you don't know how to properly communicate. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and it's not just communication. It's understanding. Mm -hmm, I feel like you can, like, yap, 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 yap away. But if it's not clicking in the other person's mind, then you're just yapping away. Mm -hmm. So there has to be, like, grace there. And there has to be a level of empathy, again, for, for you to be like, okay, like, I hope. I hope I'm making sense or if I'm not making sense, like, is there a way for me to say it in a, mm -hmm. like, is there a, me a way for me to communicate that just it, you'll understand a little bit better? Cause mm -hmm. I would, I would rather us do this constructively than being for you to feel like you're being talked to, yeah, 100%. like, you know, and talk down to. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And finding your like way to communicate with significant others, it's hard. Like we're still trying to find it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it's like three years. And again, I, I don't think it ever ends. It never ends. It never I think does. you'll just be in the new seasons of your life where you're doing different things mm -hmm. where fuck. It's like, I, I joke about this all the time. I used to fuck up some pizza. I used to, oh my God, I can fuck up. But as soon as I turned 26, it was like, nah, bitch, you can't have cheese. You can't have dairy no more. Uh, and I'm like, oh my God, my stomach hurts. Everything hurts. Uh, like, no. And it's like, but I used to be able to eat pizza just fine. Like, it's just, it's literally the same thing. It's like, your life's going to change. Your body's going to change. Your mind's mm. going to grow. You're going to, you know, as like women get older, like, YOLO, I don't fucking want to deal with your shit no more. Like, you don't have bandwidth for certain things that you would have normally in the past felt socially pressured to have bandwidth for. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and it's okay. And that's the whole point. Point, baby you're ebbing and flowing forever till you die, yeah, till you die. ebb and flow till you die and that's it i love your references <laughs> all the sayings you're saying today they make me laugh <laughs> they're great um, oh my goodness but yeah so as far as talks and sips goes yeah it was just honestly from a place of like i didn't have a lot of podcasting listening experience um i was in a place where i was really broken 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 down uh, with three brokens, not four this time. And <laughs> four, four is rock bottom. Four so, is so rock three, bottom. Three is like on the cusp. Mm -hmm. I was like hanging on by a finger from that ledge. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I, yeah, and then I started going to therapy. I was like, I should figure right. out like why I think. Like I, I had Therapy's never, great. and it, it was very taboo. And I love that. I love that therapy is so hot right now. I love that for her. It's so great. Like, because before 2020, everyone was just like, boom, boom. We're like the engine that never stopped, right? Mm -hmm. And so there was no room for people to just like slow down and, and do self-correcting. I'd be like, oh, is this, is this really sitting yeah. well with me or not? Like, is this fruitful for my life? Not like, and, and the thing is that it, what I like about 2020 is that it, it gave people room to be like, oh, actually therapy isn't taboo. And like, mental wellness and and looking at our brains mm -hmm. is actually okay and not weird and and the thing is that a lot of the time in the past again we're just products of our upbringing right but a lot of it is like our egos we have frail egos and so the the ego immediately as soon as as soon as like you start questioning these type of things about yourself as soon as you're like able to say out loud like oh I f i'm a fucking failure like i failed at this and this and this area like that's hard 
for people to do mm-hmm. because our egos sometimes are so big and their defense, like the defense mechanism comes up and it's like, no, no, that person's wrong. That person is hating me. That person. And it's so quick to like point at everybody mm-hmm. else instead of just taking responsibility. Like, Hey, I allowed myself to be in, in my case, I allowed myself because I didn't know how to love myself to be in a situationship where it went on a little too long. Mm-hmm. And I allowed myself to devalue myself because I, I give so much in relationships and yeah. all my relationships yeah same and it's like and and this person took off with it and i depleted myself i had nothing left to give mm. myself so by the time this person was like ah, i'm good thanks though peace out i'm out i'm like who the fuck am i what do i stand for what is my purpose what are my goals like and i think whenever you get to that point when you're so far off i remember just like driving and crying every day i couldn't make yes or no decisions i was just so broken and so i was like i need to get into therapy but i at least knew like there was enough of there was enough of my cognitive state of control like there was still enough for me to go like all right you're really fucking sad you yeah. can't make decisions that third person and you go okay i'm I'm going to let myself just be sad for two months and not be a product of productivity. I'm just going to be sad. And I, and I did it. And then I was like, okay, all right. Two months went by. I was just sad every fucking day crying. Okay. All right. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to figure out now. I want to understand why I thought this type of relationship in my life that took literally 90% of my time was worth that why did i give it that value yeah. why did i give it that importance right so yeah. it wasn't even it was no longer about the other person like because it takes two to tango and sure are they foul for for it absolutely 100 but it's not their responsibility to own my my fuck up yeah. right i have to own that 100 and so in in going to therapy and figuring out like oh like you weren't taught how to self-love as a kid. Like we had a very, very just insane story growing up, me and my siblings, because mm-hmm. I'm one out of six oh, uh, with, a, with a single mom. Oh, and so it was just chaos all the time and no real structure. And anyway, and, and that's all besides the point. Uh, basically, like I said, we're products of our upbringing. Mm-hmm. So I was just floating at 29, 30 years old as a product of, like one operating on autopilot two giving importance to something that didn't deserve that importance mm-hmm. value and three like not loving myself correctly and and like i know everyone's like oh relationship blah 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 like look if if what i'm saying doesn't fit your lifestyle like then that's fine but this is what i'm saying for me mm-hmm. you know for me as a person going through this journey called life and and that's the thing like i as soon to me the moment people start saying like oh it's complicated Baby, it shouldn't be. Yeah, it, it really shouldn't be. Like I if always, you are valuing yourself, it shouldn't be. Yeah, I, uh, you know, first off, I condemn you, condone you for uh, going to therapy. I, I try to tell all my friends to do it. I've been, you know, I haven't been this. It's a privilege and it's luxury, and up until now, it's been very expensive. Now it's, it's affordable for people. Yeah. And now there's like medic, like medical and different things yeah. put in place for people. But I will say this, it, it. It was the ultimate scam as far as like how much it used to cost back then. Oh, yeah. 100%. And it's lack of I, accessibility. I, I totally agree. Like, I mean, like I always use like school therapist or like 
you know, um, there's one dude named Marty. He was my therapist for years. He was awesome. He was just like this old, old. Shout dude. out, Marty. Shout out, Marty. I know you're never going to watch this because, you know, you probably don't understand technology anymore. <laughs> but, you know, like I've always been in therapy my whole life. And it's because I was on like, um, uh, I don't remember Oregon's version of Medicaid, but it's Oregon's uh, version of Medicaid. Yeah. And, like, that's why I was able to get therapy. And, like, I feel like people don't realize you can get therapy through that shit, Honestly, too. there's enough of us bitches out here that are fucking poor. <laughs> get that shit. Get that shit. You, you, can, you can get therapy on Medicaid. I swear to God. You, get, you pay your taxes. Right? Exactly. And so, get like, it. I've always had it until I moved to LA. Because mm. it was so expensive. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can now. There's Medicare here, and you can totally do it just for it's that. True. So get chill therapy on. But that's what I'm saying. We all have control. And I think it was through that process of understanding that, like, we all can control what we're feeling. We all, maybe not mm-hmm. what we're feeling. Uh, that's right. Because that's a whole chemical thing. But we can control our, um, I don't want to say our perceptions. No, that's not the right word. We can control like what we allow Mm -hmm. right so even if you're sad you can control to not go get drunk yeah right you can can you can do the things that are conducive to your life that are going to help you um sometimes it's easier to just kind of be like on autopilot and like i'm gonna get fucked up i remember growing up and being like i don't even know why i said this but i remember growing up and be like my drunk song is mazzy star fade into you (sighs) I'm just going to be really heartbroken at a bar and listen to Fade Into You by Mazzy Star. And I'm like, why was I feeding that? <laughs> <laughs> like, why did I think that was okay? I was listening to We that, all have moments. Right? And I'm like, yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. So as far as the podcast goes, I started listening to a few more. And then I realized, like, sometimes I want the conversation to keep going. Or there's different things that I'm really interested yeah. in. And I don't feel like it's being covered right. And for me, I have always, like, I've always, I'll pick, like, I'll open up um, an article some type of article and I, I want to know what's happening. I'm like nosy like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's a video where they'll tell me everything or there's a portion of it where I can read it. And so I always have always opted to read it. And so I was like, I think I want to start something. And at the time, the first season, which actually wiped out, uh, eventually it'll come back. It'll be kind of like an exclusive thing. But the concept came, we're like, well, what is, what are we going to do? You know, what are we going to do this podcast about? And I was like, well, a lot of people are going through hard times right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe we can cover that. Maybe we can just cover how crazy, like we don't have it together. And so that's I when it. I came out with that layout. I was like, well, what if every episode we cover two weeks ends up being 25 uh, episodes because every two weeks makes a year from that beginning of March uh when things happen in 2020 mm-hmm. to march 2021 and just see how it plays out mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a history yeah you know but the thing is that everything that happened that year was basically a downer that's true so again it's going back to people having a hard time with uncomfortable conversations and situations and not wanting to put themselves in those uh in those moments they don't want to relive it right 
so that even though we were just like figuring out our bearings la 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 they were down to clown uh you know sassy was down to clown at the time uh and and yeah and so i was like oh i want to keep doing this so then it was again just trying to restructure and and by the time we get to this season to now uh we just we realize like okay we have different delivery styles for me like there has to be a research component i always want it to be fun but and i always want you to learn something like i want you to come in and laugh and and, and kind of escape Same. reality. But I also want you to come out with something that you didn't have before. I have very similar goals. And and the thing is that I, I get it. A lot of people do hot goss and everyone loves the goss. But like goss can be dangerous because if it's not, there's no like, oh, what was the good outcome out of this? What, what was, was the fruit that came out of yeah. this? Then it's just goss. And, and that's not good. Yeah, I agree. Right? Like, we're just going to talk shit about someone or we're just going to... That's like, why I, like, see all these podcasts on TikTok. They're just, like, always talking shit about everybody. And I'm that's... Like, Bro, like, But they crazy. know they know that the market is bigger. And again, 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 no one really realizes this. It's our minds are literally, like, scientifically proven to be programmed. The way we operate as people mm-hmm. is to think negatively our mind will give way to think negatively a lot quicker than to think positively that takes work and that takes effort and our brain's like oh i don't want to fucking do that it's like i'm good i'm good and i think just society in general is like i'm good yeah and so that's the thing and so if you have i don't want to put out things to in the to the world that are not gonna help anyone like i'm not saying i'm fucking mother Teresa. no way like i have a potty mouth and everything but i'm saying like if you're gonna come watch my podcast or you're gonna come listen to my podcast and you're gonna spend an hour of your time like one i want you to come out feeling good two i want you to have a good time because Mm -hmm. who knows what kind of day you're having three like hopefully i gave you something that you can use yeah that's factual right Mm -hmm. so maybe it's not a full history thing anymore yeah Uh, but hey like that whole I feel like podcasts change periodically as they're going through like yeah like, like I said like mine was my start as like a very central mental health podcast but now it's turning into a lifestyle slash mental health yeah. podcast because I find more enjoyment in like talking about people's lives and what they're currently doing mm-hmm. and like how they you know t- how how their brain works during the process of whatever they're currently doing right I don't want to like you know I love Jay Shetty but he focuses all like on one thing for yeah. the whole episode you gotta find you gotta find what's uh again like you said earlier like your niche right mm-hmm. um and also like again it's about being authentic 100 are I you mean, being authentic like i think so then good then that's yeah. all you can do yeah and i think you know you know i love i love you know what you said on the podcast i was just it's gonna be such a good episode. Oh I'm so, the whole time I've been sitting here, I'm like, this is gonna be such a good episode. Aww, I was like, I was like, you. I was like, you know, I felt very comfortable, and this was very fun, and I, I just, we're definitely gonna have you back, of course. I, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll never forget this moment in third grade where we had the parent-teacher night thing, uh-huh. and it was one of the history classes, and it's again, I failed history so many times. Yeah. I don't understand how I ended up kind of leaning that way towards podcast mm-hmm. land. I was just like, I want there to be something that someone can take home like yes now we all know as of my last like formal episode that JLo is the reason that google search images was created because everybody wanted to see that versace dress like that's literally why google search images was created right so again not important information but it's kind of cool to know it's kind of cool it's cool and that's what i hope to bring with my podcast you know i just want people to feel okay and to feel like they're not alone as well and yeah. like people just go through 
life every day like you're saying on autopilot and i'm kind of yeah. i want to be here to like tell people you know you don't have to be on autopilot but but you give gotta prime be, examples gotta be why, okay to yeah like you were saying we talked about it. therapy we talked about careers today you know we talked about a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. i think is very 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 helpful and resourceful and i personally appreciate you coming on oh uh, thanks for i having know you're me. A, I, I know you're a very busy woman uh yeah a little I, bit you feel like you're a very busy <laughs> woman so you know I, I either way i appreciate you carving the time out and doing oh my god this. yeah i'm was, so I i'm so excited I'm so i always excited. have to be like the host now because of the new format of my show yeah, yeah. so once i when every once in a while I get invited to a show and i'm like wait i don't have to do research right? and i don't have to like cool yeah come and hang it. out i love talking but yeah my third grade teacher told my mom like she's great she's does well in school but you can't get her to shut up <laughs> <laughs> I had that same issue. I had that same issue as a kid. I still have that same issue. Sometimes Tamir's like, Josh, shut your fucking mouth. I'll look at I'll look just at Josh it. and like I'm driving you crazy. He's like, just a little, just a little, just a little bit. bit. Okay, okay. Here, how's this popcorn bag? Okay. I don't think I don't think though the craziness. You know, I think that helps a lot. Yeah, yeah, we have a great time. Yeah, yeah, we have a great time. But either way, thank you so much for coming on. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the time. And, you know, everyone, this is Jay Fox with Talk and Sips. I hope you all have a great afternoon slash night slash morning. Or if you're on the toilet listening to this or if you're in the car in traffic, like off the 101 next to downtown. I just sorry. That's where everyone. Or the I four over in Oregon. <laughs> or the I five. Sorry, the I five in Oregon. My, my bad. My, my my bad. Don't don't roast me online. Oh oh, oh. Or, or Brooklyn. If you're in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh yeah. If you're in Brooklyn. <laughs> Go for it. All right. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye.